Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. All right, Ignite fans, welcome back to all three of you. Can't wait for this episode to get kicking. This is going to be really cool. We've got Joe Crosby hailing all the way from Franklin, Tennessee, which, as you guys may not know, is like the hippest, coolest, and most expensive place to live in America at this point. Joe, welcome to Ignite. Thank you. I am not rich. I am not by any means living in a mansion. So don't, that, that's, that's false information. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, see, it's so expensive that everybody's in tiny homes now. They're in shacks, especially the ones like Joe that have lived there their whole lives. <laughs> They're not a transplant. You know, you might be the only non-transplant in Nashville. I think you can count them on one hand, honestly. So Atlanta's the same thing. Y'all soccer team doing really well or has a big fan base uh, similar to the Atlanta thing because everyone came to these cities with football teams and basketball teams without a soccer team. So, and y'all built the biggest soccer only stadium in America. Is it really? I didn't know that. The more you know. Anyways, we're here to talk about healthcare marketing. We get to talk about behavioral marketing, which is my favorite part of healthcare marketing. Don't tell all my other clients, but near and dear to my heart because I've been through all these facilities (laughs) and had a therapist for many, many years. So I love learning about the patient journey and this will be fun. Joe, tell them where you work and a little bit about Odyssey, please. Yeah, Odyssey Behavioral Healthcare. We are we are in nine states across the country. I wish I knew the number of locations because we're always expanding, and we we treat a, just a range of of clients from eating disorder to psychiatric to uh, out like outpatient centers, all kinds of stuff. So, yep. What is your purview there within marketing? Yeah, so I'm the director of digital marketing. I started back in June of last year, so I'm, I would consider myself pretty pretty new to the game. But the the approach of digital marketing, you know, it's it, it's not new to the company, but this position is new. So it's something that coming in to to do a lot of make a lot of changes, increase our game in the digital world. Yeah, that's, that's really what I was brought in to do. I love this, the focus on digital. This is so cool. That is a new role. And I think when groups are smaller, not Odyssey size quite yet, say one state only, they usually have the head of marketing and they just kind of have to know enough about digital hire agencies where the expertise comes in. And then I love what they all scaled enough and then hired a head of digital. I've seen that now at some of our smarter, more scaling up type clients that are growing faster is saying this is a big enough thing. And it's important to understand marketing as a whole in the traditional side. And we have to help with the liaisons and enablement and all that stuff. But digital is its own monster that requires someone smart like Joe that can keep agencies and vendors honest. So let's talk about it. Odyssey has several different treatment modalities. We've got inpatient and outpatient. How do the journeys differ how do you think about them differently and what, how you're going to attack them from a marketing perspective, get patient eyeballs over yep. your way? You know, again, I'm fairly new to the behavioral health space. I've, I've learned a lot in, this, in the time I've been here. But what I'm finding out is, you know, we call them levels of care. So there's different levels of care within the company. There's, there's like you said, outpatient. There's IOP, which is intensive outpatient. There's partial hospitalization. There's residential. And within those, there's, there's psych 
with psychiatric. So you think, you know, um, things from ranging from depression and anxiety all the way to alcohol abuse and, and, and things like that, where you'd have like a like a detox facility. So we have two detox facilities as well. Looking at that range, when I'm looking from a digital perspective, now, if I'm looking from a from a business development or a, a, a perspective, they're looking at, you know, they're going out to facilities and, and talking to people and saying, hey, this is this is who we treat. They're getting referrals for people and they know kind of what they need. They have the background of, of seeing a therapist, of, see, of going through these treatments, and they kind of know what they, they yep. need to come into uh, versus a lot of our digital clients who come in, they just know they need help. They don't necessarily know what level of care they need. They don't, they don't even know what the levels of care are. They just know they need yep. help. They do a Google search, they find us, and then they get into the system and are, yeah. you know, so so when I'm when I'm targeting versus, you know, outpatient versus residential, it's it's not necessarily a, a different thing other than, you know, I might, I might be targeting some different keywords. I might be yeah. targeting you know, outpatient center near me or something like that. But it's still the, it's the same type of person. You're not you're not necessarily looking for two separate people. Again, a big part of it is educating on those levels of care and saying, hey, this is this is what we offer within these, you know, with yeah. these different levels. So how do you know if it's going to be an education process? How do you know what kind of landing page? Are you landing them on location landing pages? And I should probably know because I know we do y'all's me. Are you landing them on location pages for the interest of our listeners that might not also know? Is it like a location page or is it more of an educational journey of like, hey, these are all the different treatment Levels so, that we have. So this this is a good point where it does it does differ between outpatient versus uh, residential. So if we're looking at an outpatient, they're not staying there overnight for an extended period for a month, two months. They're staying. They're they're coming in a few days a week for five or six hours a day. So it's a little bit more. It, it's going to be a little more local. I'm going to live 30, 45 minute drive from that location. So we would be looking at more location based uh, campaigns. You know, if we're looking at a Google campaign specifically. Yeah. Or in an SEO campaign, you're going to be targeting a little bit more localized keywords and things like that versus think of a more traditional rehab center where someone might come in from California to our, you know, our location in East Tennessee. It's it's a beautiful location. It's a kind of a destination uh, place where people will go. We can we can target those across, you know, across the country and you can still do some local campaigns, but we're looking more a little broad. And when I'm when I'm building out these landing pages, they might be a little bit more condition based as opposed to location based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's probably the difference in the two. I'm suffering from this, and then targeting is going to be wider, a little bit more education on the experience rather than just saying, "Hey, it's therapy or outpatient in Nashville, three oh whatever." Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Let's talk about all the four different forms of advertising marketing that Odyssey entails whatever you're comfortable sharing what yeah. what is every which way online mr digital that you guys yes. try to get patients interested okay. and we're this year is going to see a lot more i will say that traditionally it's been it's kind of broken down to organic which which could encompass you know uh, you know we're looking at stuff coming in from google stuff coming in from being stuff coming in from listings referrals uh, and then advertising, so the paid, the paid media, um, generally yep. looking at Facebook and uh, and Google. So pretty basic. I don't want to say basic structure, but pretty, you know, what what you know. So simple, and it's simple and streamlined. We're looking at we're know we're gonna add a lot more email in. We've looked at some programmatic things like that. So those are the those are kind of what we're looking at for this coming year. And then, I mean, our big push right now, we are with the need and the want of every level of the company for data. Uh, we are just tightening down on our attribution and our our data sourcing and things like that. So looking at different platforms where we can close the attribution gap. 
Okay. And we're going to get to that in a moment. That's exciting. And you have to do it in a HIPAA compliant way. So that's a fun pain for you guys this year. We'll get to that in a few minutes. I'm excited to chat about that. So I like what you said. And oftentimes about your marketing, all of the marketing strategies that you apply. And oftentimes as marketers, like we feel inadequate if we're not doing the latest and greatest marketing strategy. And like, guys, nine times out of 10 search SEO and like social advertising is like, Quite enough, guys. Honesty's grown to nine states and we don't know how many facilities just on the basics. Like show up when people are looking. That's good for a while. And then you layer on Facebook ads and stuff. And then you're educating and demand generating and stuff like that. So Joe, feel no shame. You guys have done the basics and it's got you a long way. And now you're looking at expanding. Let's talk email. How are you guys going to use that? It's tricky and behavioral, right? You, you don't like really want reactivation if it's yeah. an addiction or eating. But what is it? How are you guys going to utilize this in education and like improved outcomes and other things? Like what, how are you yeah. guys? You know, if you look at the patient journey, it's, I bullet down to kind of two levels. There's the top level or the, the funnel where it's, you know, hey, I think there's a problem. I'm going to go do some research. You know, we want to hit those really high level keywords of, you know, hey, do I have depression? Do I have a drinking problem? Do it? Yes. Things like that. Where <laughs> we want to get them to the website. We want to help them learn more about Right. Where they're looking before. Right. So it's then once we have them on the website, I think the second part, and this is what we're going to be building out this year, is a little bit more of a a secondary. Like I'm here now, now I want to know more. So let's let's build in some subscriptions and things like that through uh, you know some marketing automation, whether it be drip campaigns or things in that realm, where it's a little bit more email focused, getting more of our content to them that is related. So you know, putting in some funnels where they can they can kind of select what content they want to receive. You know, if someone's on the our eating disorder side. If someone's interested in, in anorexia, they may not be interested in another area of that. So it's, you know, we want to make sure they're getting the content that they are asking for. Yeah. So these are going to kind of be some focuses of, of the on-site engagement that we're yeah. looking for. So. Smart. And you're using it as like, a, as like a capture tool, like, hey, subscribe for more information. And then you're going to educate people along the way so that they understand, hey, what are the treatment levels, modalities, do I actually have a problem in this or that? I love that. Yep. So you're going to use it as an education board piece and then build the funnels to take them down left, right, or center. So not everybody's getting the same content. That's not easy, Joe. You're going to have to build lots of content, lots of segmentation, make sure everybody's going in the right direction. So, wow. And if you guys, listeners, I think we might be up to six now at the end, by, by this point in the podcast, are, are hearing this is like not so simple You to just do email. You have to create a segmentation, the volume of content to monitor it. So one director of digital might not even be enough. Joe's going to need help, email specialists or vendors or agencies. So like, oh my gosh, not an easy undertaking. Don't just do email. And Joe, I saw an update yesterday from the Google that said they're going to start banning domains if the unsub or spam rate the spam rates like above 0.03%. So it's going to get even harder to get through to patients because a lot of us have Gmail. All right, very fun. So uh, email, and then you mentioned some programmatic and stuff like that. Let's talk a little bit about conversion. Y'all are spending a good amount of money to get people to the website. How do you think about UX and conversion? Your site's interesting because it buckets people into several different... Are you on the site low? Are you going to a residential outpatient? I love that. How do y'all think about UX and... Do you look at data before you made these assumptions and bucketed people? And there's kind of two levels. There's a there's our corporate website, which is you know odysseybehavioralhealthcare.com. It's it, it kind of gives the the rundown of everything we're doing. But then we also have our branded websites too. So one of our newest brands is Aster Springs. It's the first company grown brand. So it came they started from nothing. It, it's kind of the first one that you know kind of comes to mind where you know we we started out with this nothing and now it's grown to this 
great website. It, it has really good engagement. And we've kind of started to do some remodeling and rebuilding of our other sites based on this site because it, it looks great in it and it functions great. I guess if you're looking at the UX of things, we focus on two conversions and it's calls. That's our top, top, top. Calls. calls. Okay. We want people calling in because our mission teams are great. They're phenomenal. They're going to get people where they need to be. And then uh, form fills. Form fills are not the, they're not the best because, you know, there's a, there's a low and this is, this is, you know, uh, telling you how the, how the sausage is made, but there's a little bit of, we're looking at data to see why is, why is there a drop off when these forms come in? Because our, our mission teams, they're on it. We get the form, they're calling within 30 minutes. They're calling within you know, 15 to 30 minutes. So it's it's an, it's an immediate, within, a, within an email campaign, it's an immediate response. But there's a big drop off of, of the, you know, when, once that lead comes in, as opposed to calls, when we get a call, you know, we're, we're on the phone with them immediately. So yeah. between those two, you know, we're, we are always optimizing for calls, making sure the phone number is very, very visible everywhere anyone's looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... I guess secondary to that, you know, call tracking. So we're 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 tracking everything. We're tracking. Who do you guys use for call and late dragging? Uh, Invoca. All right, you're with Invoca. Good enterprise solution. So I see the. All right, hold on. So what is the drop off calls? You got them on, and I like it in high acuity, and it's like a point in time need, right? Somebody's having like probably kind of an acute issue, and so the call is really important. But are the emails or the email they're not converting into residents or appointments or? They're not in, it's almost like you can't get back in contact. You so can't. we're getting we're either getting spammed or we're getting, you know, which I don't think it's not because you're getting names, you're getting you're getting phone numbers, you're getting email addresses. There's a definite drop off. And, you know, it's something we're looking into as, you know, I guess you look at it from a from a psych. From a, so, again, we break down psych versus versus eating disorder. Eating yeah. disorder is not as big of a drop off psych, though. We've kind of found that people just they kind of just go to Google. They just go down the list. They're calling. They're calling. They're calling. So by the time we get them after. 20 minutes, I might have called 10 more people. Or so you think more it could be like email form has to be called back immediately. Which, which they're, you know, we, we're seeing that they're doing. It's not, you know, again, so like the admissions team so is not they're, that. They're crushing it. They're they're on top of them every every time. So that's uh that's one of the pieces of the puzzle that we're gonna have. But again, our, our call response is is on we're on top yeah, of that. The calls are great. So not it, not it may just be that email's not the focus, and that's that's okay. You know, we just know that's okay. Every business is different. So, these high acuity yeah. point in time needs calls yeah. obvious. And that's good that you you guys have a phenomenal admin team. That's fun. And that was, you know, this integration between marketing and ops. Like Joe, now you're having to look at the ops side. Why are we now converting? You know, our yeah. marketing jobs are kind of skewing into ops jobs. Oh, yeah. We heard it as scaling up our little conference we put on last month, MOPS, marketing and ops integration. And even the PE yep. guys are like, we want marketing sitting with ops yep. because too often ops isn't ready for sending traffic to the wrong places or saying the wrong yep. things and we can't convert, but you guys are all over it and kind of have it all integrated. Let's talk about attribution and the name of integration. What is your number one KPI you look at? I guess it's, is it admins or whatnot? And then what is the missing pieces? You guys don't know where an admin or a resident is coming from. And that's why you embark. Tell us the whole story of what you're trying Solve. We utilize um, our CRM that looks at, you know, it's leads, it's inquiries, and it's admissions. So lead is just any call coming in or any form bill. Then it's it's triaged by the admissions team. It becomes an inquiry if it's if it passes. And then it goes through a medical, goes through a, a medical and a, and a payment verification. You know, are they medically good to come in here medically? Are they good to come here, you know, insurance and payment and all that fun stuff? And then it goes to a, an admission. So those are kind yeah. of the, the, the KPIs. And what is the attribution piece? And I love it. We're getting yeah. here how the sauce is made. Joe is telling us exactly 
the, what they track and how they do it. And then the attribution, what was missing? Because you uh, mentioned earlier on that you're trying of, to... Lots and lots of UTM data, basically, is what's coming in from Invoca. Is okay. uh, everything's tied to that, you know, the campaign, to that, uh, the source, the the medium, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're looking at those things. That's that's what it's tracking directly into our, into our CRM. Okay. So so we're, we're, we're watching, you know, we're watching exactly where this stuff's coming from. And part of attribution that's gotten tricky this year, Joe, is that now we have to run all of our BI and analytics and attribution in a HIPAA compliant manner, which means Google Analytics, unless you have a CDP, not HIPAA compliant, blah, blah, blah. Y'all are big enough and serious enough to get the attention of some not so fun lawyers. So what are you guys doing to stay HIPAA compliant and you are not under oath and this will not be held against you? Should you say anything that's illegal? Yes, the fun, the fun GA4 conversation where they just don't even want us, they don't want us anymore. They don't want our data. They don't care about us anymore. So we've got to go find a new friend to play with. And, yes. you know, we're looking at, we've, we've shopped around, we've, we've looked at Heap, we've looked at Mixpanel and, you know, we're, we're, we're online to get, get one of those uh, onboarded pretty soon. So that's, that's going to be big. There is data, you know, especially what GA4 is and was pushing, you know, into our BI tools that it's limited. It's, um, it, you know, they're they're throttling some of the data that's coming out. So we're looking at, you know, these other things as, okay, we're going to get a more holistic approach or holistic picture of the data that's coming anyway. So it's probably a good thing at the end of the day. Yeah, we're going to yes. have to relearn the system. We're going to relink everything. We're going to do all that fun stuff. But we're going to get a better view of, of our data at, at that point. So I've been saying this for months. But I said, guys, not only are you not going to get sued, but you're going to get a better view of how things are running because these things are HIPAA. They're made for healthcare. They understand more. And some are very sophisticated, like makes panel heap, and they're going to give you more information than Google Analytics ever could. And oftentimes we've found that our clients that have moved to these alternatives to Google Analytics, et cetera, and CDPs, the CPL comes down, the cost per booking comes down, the leads they're driving improve. So but not only do you not get sued, but your marketing improves and, and you're feeling like that may happen too. Anything now, this is to date myself. This is January 17th of 2024. We're recording this. So it's the beginning of the new year and you're looking ahead. You're going to do some things differently. You're going to improve your, uh, you're going to run some programmatic paid social. You got email, you're onboarding for reactivation, retention, education, anything big in 24. You're saying enough of that didn't work. I want to do something different this year. Maybe not scaling back. I think we're scaling forward with our our SEO work because our organic traffic is our strength. That's where the majority of our clients are coming from. Uh, so we are doubling down. And you know, exciting news: we've recently hired another digital marketing person. So um, we've got a we've got a digital marketing manager on board now who is who is getting nitty and gritty and all of the details. And you know, she's already going through the sites, making mobile optimizations, looking for things that are you know crunching images and just all these little things that just you wait to do them, but then they kind of build up. So she's just yeah. knocking all this stuff out. We are doubling down, tripling down on on our organic growth because that's where we're seeing the huge clients coming from. We're also revisited some of our vendor contracts and now we're working with Cardinal, which has been phenomenal. So we, we are doubling down, we are doubling down on our, um, our ad advertising uh, initiatives and getting really focused because there was a lack of focus in the past that we are excited to get focused with, you know, down to the keyword level. Organic, again, going back to organic and ads, we're getting really focused on what yeah, we're doing. Back to 
Back to basics. I mean, that's where when people are in a point of need, where do we go to the googly moogly? Is it going to always be like that? No, you you know, at some point, something is going to serve us an ad or something knowing we're not feeling that well. The watch will detect our heart rate. It's down. We're a little sad and stuff like that. I haven't been outside as much. Hey, maybe you need to go see us. We're not there yet. Google's still important. And guys, Joe's investing a lot into SEO. It's not dead. It's not been dead since I started this company. And you have big companies like Odyssey that are investing a lot their organic presence. And he's right. Some of the best patients come from there because there's someone that has educated themselves, has spent probably more time than anyone else learning about their condition and seeking treatment options. And then they finally reach out. PPC, I love it. But oftentimes that's someone in a point of need that might not be serious tomorrow about getting help. So SEO guys still invested in. I hope your media agency doesn't end up sucking, Joe, so that you guys have a great year. I'll let you know if they do. Okay, yeah, please do. <laughs> so, this has been a blast, and I'm in Nashville all the time. We'll go hit Game Terminal, play some pitball, go watch some soccer, do something. This has been fun. Any parting words you have for all the healthcare marketers, maybe eight now, that you're excited about next year or something you want them to know? I'm going to get my wife to listen, so we're up to nine. I think we just got to we just gotta focus on HIPAA. We got to focus on data. That's that's where it's at. And... All right. I said a hip. Uh, a HIPAA to the hip. I love it. That's right, Joe. This has been uh, This has been fun. I love talking behavioral. And y'all have some high acuity, some low acuity. This is very fun. And you're running all the different kinds of marketing channels and investing in digital marketing to where you now have two people. This is cool. And one day, Joe, we won't call it digital marketing. We'll just call it marketing because we have taken over as like the only real type of marketing at this point. Joe, thank you for joining us on Ignite. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.